Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. The biggest rivalry of all, Origin, is upon us. One sleep away. I cannot wait. It's closer than ever. Footy arousal is just through the roof, ladies and gentlemen. It is through the roof. Cannot wait for this Origin clash. Let's look at the sides. For the Mighty Blues, we have James Sedesco at fullback, Brian Toto and Daniel Tupo on the wings, Katoni Staggs and Jack Whiten in the centres, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves, Payne Haas and Junior Paulo in the front row with Damian Cook at nine, Cameron Murray and Tarek Sims in the back row with Isaiah Yo at lock, Stephen Crichton, Liam Martin, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Ryan Madison on the bench. For the Queensland Maroons, we have Kalen Ponga at fullback, Selwyn Cobbo and Xavier Coates on the wings. We have Valentine Holmes and Dane Gagai in the centres, Cameron Munster and Daly Cherry Evans in the halves, Tino Fasulamala Aoi and Josh Papali'i in the front row with Ben Hunt at nine, Kirk Capewell and Felice Cafusi in the back row with Ruben Cotter at lock, Harry Grant, Lindsay Collins, Patrick Carrigan and Jeremiah Nanai on the bench for the Maroons. I reckon this is going to be a really close contest, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be the closest that Origin has been for a few years. It won't be the Blues smashing the Maroons. I don't think so. I think that don't Honesty is over, as sad as that is for me as a Blues fan. I think the Maroons have a little bit of an advantage here. Kalen Ponga working with the great Billy Slater is really, really worrying for me. It's going to be very different to him playing at the Newcastle Knights. It is going to be much different. His side's going to have a lot more go forward. The forward's going to be much stronger, obviously, because it's origin. It's going to be that way. But I think he's going to light up the park. A few tips from the great Billy Slater, probably one of the greatest fullbacks of all time. I think that he is going to be in some red-hot form. Kalen Ponga. You've also got Selwyn Cobbo, the young winger coming through, just turned 20 today, working with Greg Inglis. It's like watching Greg Inglis's career all over again. He's an absolute freak. Obviously, Selwyn Cobbo is going to create his own dynasty, but I reckon that he's going to be very, very similar to the one and only Greg Inglis. And Greg Inglis is going to teach him a lot of things in Origin. And if he plays anything like Greg Inglis did in the Origin arena, Blues fans like myself are going to be shitting the bed. Then not only that, you've got Thurston working with the halves and the edge forwards. The halves in Daly Cherry Evans, whose kicking game has been pretty much elite this season. He kicked up two or three 40-20s in the first three or four rounds of rugby. Rugby league that is just unheard of. His kicking game has pretty much been pinpoint. So is Cameron Munsters, to be honest. I think in the game against Penrith, his kicking game was pretty pinpoint, especially for the start of that game. Working under the great Jonathan Thurston, I reckon his kicking game is going to be even better. And I reckon it's going to be a big advantage coming up against the New South Wales Blues, obviously with Nathan Cleary working with one of the all-time greats, Andrew Johns, and learning things off him as well. I think it's going to be a pretty big advantage for Queen. Not only that, but the edge forwards are going to know exactly what the halves are doing. They're going to create little plays. It's going to be very, very interesting. I think that Jonathan Thurston's going to have a huge influence on the halves and the edge forwards and how they play. Not only that, but Cameron Smith is going to be working with the front rowers and the number nine, 
Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt's already shown us how talented he is in that nine role. He's going to be even more talented with one of the best nines in the game in Cameron Smith, teaching him the ropes, teaching him how to play nine to pinpoint accuracy. Ben Hunt's defense this season has been a really underrated part of his game, but one that has been really adamant in his game over the past few rounds. I think his defense is going to be pinpoint in that nine role position. Not only that, but he's pretty much going to be in sync with his front row forwards. He's going to know when they're going to get the ball. He's going to know what type of ball they want. It is going to be pretty in sync. It's going to be a pretty in sync game. I think the whole team is going to be in sync with each other. All of the experts, most of the experts in the winning dynasty working with this Queensland Maroon side. Geez, they're going to be a force come game one. I'm really excited to see how they go. But as I said, as a Blues fan, I'm literally shitting the bed. Don't get me wrong. I still think that the Blues look quite strong, especially this year with some new deputants in Stefan Crichton, in Katoni Staggs, some real X factor in this side. I just think that when Queensland have the smallest upper hand or a large upper hand, they've pretty much won that game. Their ability to grind in games, Queensland, that Queensland mentality when you put on that jersey, just the pride that they have up there in Queensland. I think it's going to be a really scary thought going into this season, especially with some of the best. Working with the team they've got now and with the team of the future for the Queensland Maroons. I think it's a great opportunity for Nathan Cleary as well to get to work with Andrew Johns yet again, learn some things about the kicking game, learn a thing or two about being a number seven. I think that Nathan Cleary is going to come back to club footy even better. After or around that origin period, he really starts to kick into gear and he really starts to get in some really good form, especially being under and learning from a guy like Andrew Johns. If we switch our focus over to Daniel Tupo, the controversial pick on the wing, I'm going to stress this now before it becomes a big thing. Daniel Tupo, for me, was a pure tactical decision, and I'll explain that now. Obviously, you can see the Queensland Maroons wingers. They have Xavier Coates and they have Selwyn Cobbo, two big, rangy, strong wingers that will do anything to get the ball in their hands, especially from a contest, a kicking contest. They've got really good verticals. They're going to get up there for the ball over some small wingers, and I think that as harsh as it is that Adokar isn't in this side, I think that Daniel Tupo is the way to go, especially in in-air contests. I think that Daniel Tupo wins that contest for me. He's done it plenty of times at the Sydney Roosters. I think that tactically, it's a really smart decision there from Brad Fittler, and I think it will really pay off in the long run, especially in game one. The guy standing next to him in Jack White was also a bit of a controversial pick. I actually called it when they named the squad. I had a feeling that Jack White was going to play in the starting centers. I didn't think that Stefan Crichton was going to be on the bench. I thought that he was going to be the 18th man. I thought Nico Hines was going to get that 14 jersey. I thought that Stefan Crichton was just going to be one of those guys that was unlucky to miss out again. I think Katoni Staggs, the game before the sides came out, he really showed us the form that he has been in and some of the things that he can do with the football in his hand and I thought that he earned himself that starting center spot. I thought that Jack White and Freddie loves him so much. I think that he was going to be in the centers regardless. I think I saw that one coming. Defensively, it's a smart move. He's a really good defensive 5-8 and he's shown that his defense in the centers is pretty good. Although I predicted this, I don't necessarily agree with it. I think that as good as Jack White is, I think that Stephen Crichton definitely deserved that center spot over him. I probably would have had Stephen Crichton in the centers over Jack White and maybe Jack White 
one in the 14 jersey. From what I'm hearing, they might have a late change just before the game kicks off where we do see Stefan Crichton moving into that center role and maybe Jack Whiten moving into that number 14 jersey. So other than that, really good side for the Blues. I think they have a really strong side as they did last season. For the Maroons, I think that Harry Grant, he's still a bit 50-50. We're not sure how that one's going to go in the reserves. They do have Tom Dearden at 18th man. He could potentially slot into that 14 role if Harry Grant is eventually ruled out with the flu. It'll be very interesting to see what happens there, but I do think that Tom Dearden will probably get that 14 role if Harry Grant is eventually ruled out. I don't think he'll necessarily be ruled out though. I think he will play the game. It doesn't really take two weeks to get over the flu, so I think that he'd be ready to go. I think that he's ready to rip and tear, and I really can't wait to see Harry Grant and what he can do off the bench. We could see what he did off the bench last season. Can't wait to see what he can do off the bench for the Maroons in 2022. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for my punters out there, let's get a few bets on. Anytime try score for this one. For the New South Wales Blues, I have gone for Brian Toto and Damien Cook to go over the line. Damien Cook, a bit of a smoky. I reckon he'll take a bit of a scurry out of dummy half and score a meaty. And then Brian Toto, I think with his strength and power, I reckon he gets over the line. Brian Toto would probably be my first try scorer. If we're picking the first try scorer, we look back to Origin last year. We look back to his debut. Who scored the first try? Brian Toto did in that game. So Brian Toto, first try scorer in this one. For the Maroons, I've only got one guy in my mind, and that is Cameron Munster. If you're looking for a bit of a cheapie, Cameron Munster's the way to go. An easy bet, easy money. Cameron Munster is the way to go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the guy that I'd be putting in there. I reckon a bit of X Factor, a bit of Usus, a bit of Rip and Tear. I reckon that he'll score a try in this game, Cameron Munster. I've got the Blues to win 1-12. to We're doing this in a big bloody multi. This is the multi that I'm doing. I've got Brian To'o. I've got... Damien Cook, and I've got Cameron Munster to go over the line for a try. Anytime try scorers. Blues, 1-12. to 12. I reckon this is going to be a really tight game. I reckon the Blues could win this one. The Maroons could as well. I'm a Blues fan. I'm going with the Blues here. Blues, 1-12. to 12. Anytime try scorers, Toto, Cook, and Munster. Blues, 1-12. to 12. And then my man of the match is Payne Haas. If you can pick a man of the match for Origin on Sportsbet, Payne Haas, the way to go. I reckon he's had a lot of controversy thrown his way. I reckon he gets man of the match in this one. He puts in a gun performance for the New South Wales Blues. Maybe even goes over for a try. If you're feeling a bit cheeky, you're feeling like you want to put a bit of a cheeky underdog bet on, you tip Payne Haas to go over the line anytime for a try. Don't know what it's paying, but maybe you want to be a bit cheeky. Maybe you want to do... A little cheeky underdog bet and tip Payne Haas to go over the line. But I think he gets man of the match in this game. I reckon he puts in a big effort regardless. I'm really excited for this game. Honestly, can't wait for my first taste of 2022 Origin Football. Wait.